Welcome to Abiding Life Studios. Be sure to check out our unique self-test, available in our app on iOS and Android, and on our website at abidinglife.com. Take the test today and find out how God uniquely made you. Share your results with anyone, along with the capability of purchasing and gifting tests. And remember to check out our YouTube channel at Abiding Life Ministries International to watch Michael Wells' training videos, including basic seminar, expanded seminar, counselor lecture training, podcasts, and more. Hello, welcome to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. I have with me Shay Wells. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and Steve Reinhardt. Hi, pleasure to be with you guys again today. Same. Same. Good to see you. Um, we will get right into it. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about, is God disappointed in us? Ooh. That's a tough topic. Yes. Because I think we've all felt that from time and time again. I know I have. Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, do you think a lot of people have thought that before? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And probably instead of framing it as a question, most of us have that thought that God is disappointed Mm -hmm. with me or in me uh, or with what I'm doing or thinking or saying or but you know the bottom line is i think probably many of us uh have that idea that god's disappointed when he thinks about steve or somebody you know yeah so but so what would you tell somebody is like if they came up to you and said you know no i've got this you know i've just have this thought rolling around my mind is like god's god's disappointed with me all the time yeah, I guess my first question would be is where, where's that coming from? Is it from like the way you took reading the Bible? Was it from uh, what other people have said that God is? I mean, that would probably be my first question is where is this actually coming from? I know for myself, I, I'm sure I've felt it before uh, that God was disappointed in me, but I, I would like to think... No, not like to think. I think <laughs> that um, all those disappointments are either my own self because I've held myself up on a higher pedestal and I shouldn't be like this. I failed. I shouldn't I shouldn't have failed. I've already failed before and I shouldn't have done that. Or something that someone else has said to me mm-hmm. about um, me being a human because usually that's what people say when they don't like you about something. It's usually just the humanness of us. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, think or, or even like, or even like that book I mentioned last week. You could read that book and come away and go, "Oh my gosh, God is really disappointed in me." Yeah, yeah. I, I don't talk right. I don't go to the right. I don't go to church. I don't right. read yep. my Bible enough. I don't. When I do read it, I don't show the right interest. I don't sing with enthusiasm. You know. If if that guy's right, then I'm surely a huge disappointment to God. Yeah. 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 And I don't, I'm the type of person that doesn't like rules. So <laughs> if I knew that God was always disappointed in me, then I would just say, well, I'm done. I'm not going to do any more, I don't know, good or whatever you want to call it. I'm just going to give up and just do whatever I want to do. And Yes, I have done that before in my life as well. Have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Many times. When I 
when you first brought this question up, Steve, my first thought was, well, if you think that God is disappointed in you, or if you're having those feelings, or you're like, man, God is just, whether you're questioning it or statementing it, um, my first thought is then your focus is on your behavior. And if your focus is on your behavior, your focus isn't on God. Because if I were to focus on my behavior, everybody should be disappointed in me. Noah should be disappointed in me as a wife. My girls should be disappointed in me as a mom. My parents probably are disappointed in me for many things. But if you're looking at my behavior, of course, I would think God is disappointed in me. And just like you referenced the book that you talked about last week, you know, a lot of, and not to discredit that author, because that is where God has him on his journey. Um, but if I focused on checking all of the boxes of Christianity that people within church or within the Christian world, their expectations of me, of course, I'm a disappointment because I am a human. I fall short. I don't do everything. I don't do the do's. And when I do, I don't do them well. <laughs> and so if you were to look at my behavior, I'm a complete disappointment. 100%. So I think the times in my life that I have felt like I'm a disappointment to God, I was focusing on what I was doing and not who I was seeking. So hmm. I like that. Thanks. No, <laughs> <laughs> so I just think disappointment is solely attached to behavior. And I think it's the same thing in not just our Christian walk, but in life with our kids, right? When are you disappointed in your kids? When their behavior's not where you expect it to be. And my expectations as a mom are different than other moms. Noah's expectations as a dad are different than other dads because our expectations are based solely on our lives, on the way that we were raised, on the things that we feel are right or wrong. And then we have those expectations based on our humanness and then we become disappointed in other people when they don't live up to our expectations and standards that we're just a product of our own lives so it's kind of silly mm -hmm. really if you think about it if you're disappointed in somebody it's kind of silly there was something I heard when I went to India when I was 17 and one of the things our leader said to us that stuck has stuck with me my whole life since 17 is um if you have expectations you're always going to be disappointed o the only thing expectations do is lead to disappointment because our expectations are often so high nobody can live up to them and i even know that i've had expectations of god and just to flip the script i've been disappointed in god because i had boxes that mm. I wanted him to fill. I wanted him to fill these needs. I wanted him to show up a certain way or for him to be like my magical genie in a lamp. And I rub the lamp and God makes my life perfect. Well, he didn't. He let me down in my own expectations. Then I'm disappointed. And it really, to me, comes down to behavior and expectations and disappointments, the byproduct. That's my very long tangent. No, that's good. Yeah, I, I like that too. Um, uh, so 
just I'm just thinking out loud after what you said. So that like you had you had expectations of God, and uh, he he didn't become your genie in a bottle, to, yeah. so that you would get your own way. And so and as you were speaking, Shay, kind of like dawned on me is like having these expectations. You know, like you said, they could, are different for all of us. They're based on our lives. Um, but the expectation is always, um, like if I'm looking at you, then my expectation is you'd basically do what I want and you do what I, I do it my way. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's always, the, that's always the expectation. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's never like, if I'm disappointed uh, is, is basically, I'm disappointed. I didn't get my way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Or I, or may, I might be disappointed in myself uh, and I might have, um, uh, you know, basically I didn't get my own way with myself. I didn't do what I wanted. I didn't do what I thought I wanted to do, you know, so I might be disappointed in myself. Mm -hmm. And so, because, so I didn't get my own way is the bottom line is I didn't get my own way. And, and, and so if we're, we're talking about God that way, you know, it kind of dawned on me as you were sharing that. What we're what we're saying is like God's kind of petty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like he's demanding that he gets his own way. Yeah. If, if, if I think that God's always disappointed in me and everybody else on earth, then he man, he's kind of like a petty God who's like has to get his own way or he's gonna feel disappointed, you know, yeah, like a little like, like a little kids. Yeah. Right, like a little kid who's like has to have their special orange juice before they'll yeah. do anything, and then he'll he's disappointed if he doesn't get it. You know, yeah. if you make him drink his milk, he's going to be disappointed. And it's like, wow, that's really kind of what we're saying about God when we say, "Well, he's disappointed in me all the time." Yeah, yeah, really. I'm kind of I've got a really goofy idea of what God's like, don't I? Yeah. And I think, I think to take it even one step further is the way I see it is God always gets his way because he already knows he are, he knows our steps before we take it. Mm -hmm. He has everything, even though our lives may be goofier, we're doing weird things or we're not making what we feel are the right decision. God already knew all of that. So in a sense, he always gets his own way. Mm -hmm. He always gets his way. And so I don't think he's disappointed because every decision I make, he's never shocked by it. He might roll his eyes like a parent would and be like, oh, Shay, really? That's what you're going to do. But it's not surprising to him because he gave me choice, but he's always known the choices I'm going to make. So if God always gets his way because he's God and he's not a selfish God, well, in he loves us. Yeah, he's us, selfish because he wants he's us. He's selfish because yeah. he wants us, but he's not that two-year-old fit in the corner. I don't think he's ever disappointed mm -hmm. because I don't think anything is a shock. And I think that he doesn't, ooh, this is going to be rough. I don't think he has expectations of us mm -hmm. because he knows exactly who he created when he created me. He knew exactly who I would be. And what I would do and the goofy things I would try or not try. Yeah. And I don't think he's ever disappointed in me. 
not that I haven't ever questioned it or thought oh, it. Yeah. Not that I haven't ever been like, oh, I might be disappointed. But when I really sit down and, and think about, like you were talking about, Steve, like the facts of it, I don't think he's ever disappointed in me. Well, and the cool part too is he still pursues you. Yes. Even with all the weird stuff we do. And I was just by listening to you two talk, I was thinking, you know, like, yes, I make mistakes probably daily. And I can I can slap, I can I can feel that disappointment with myself and then easily slap God's pr- approval on that and say, oh, this since I'm feeling this way, this must be God. Mm. When really I'm just doing it to myself. Because mm-hmm. I really do believe God just, any sin we do and all that, it's he wants us to live moment by moment. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us to go back. And so for me to go back, I'm always going back. Oh, I'm so, such an idiot. I can't believe I did that. Um, I'm so disappointed in myself. God, you know, I can see why you won't want to talk to me or have anything to do with me anymore. That's just me. Mm-hmm. That That has nothing to do with him. He wants me to move on and go, okay, what do you got next for me? What do we got? You know, what's next? What's next? So I think just like uh, Steve was saying that we have like a, almost like a twisted Mm-hmm. um thought of what god really is because mm-hmm. we think he is a lot like us you know we all get disappointed in ourselves and our ch- each other our children everything well god must be the same way well and aren't you glad he doesn't live up to all of our expectations because in that same sense you you expect him to be mad at you yeah you expect him to make your whole life crumble because you're disappointed in yourself. Mm-hmm. And so how great is it that he doesn't live up to our expectations? Mm-hmm. Because there are many times that we expect him to like lightning bolt take us out because we're being stupid or making decisions that we feel are wrong, but there's always a lesson to be learned. Yeah. But you know, so many times we think about expectations of like the good things, right? We want God to make our lives these beautiful, mm-hmm. amazing things. But also there are times that we expect him to like take us out. Yeah. And I'm so glad that he doesn't well live up to those expectations. I'd rather be disappointed than have him actually do what I want him to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. I think I think we can all relate to this as well, or maybe it's just me. But you know, like if if I know I'm kind of been sinning, you know, sinning or doing something weird or anything like that, and I trip and fall or getting a car accident or something happens. I'm like, yep, yeah, this is my punishment. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, this is what I get for doing all that stuff. And see yet again, that is just a twisted part where, no, that's just life. Yeah. Life happens. Life yeah. Life happens. And God is always teaching us stuff in that life. Yeah. And, you know, for me to think, and I, I trust me, I have thought that before, like, and even like I'll have something bad happen and go, Oh, two years ago, I did this. I'm finally getting the punishment I deserve. Because your focus is on behavior. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Steve, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that we often um, make God like ourselves. Mm-hmm. In our, and probably the most important thing in our Christian lives is our uh, idea of what God's like. And yeah. as we as we start out, like Shay was saying earlier about the guy that wrote the book, uh, as we start off our our walk with the Lord, uh, we have really goofy ideas of what God's like, you know. So I was into really legalism and loved every minute of it. And 
in a sense, walked with God in it. And now I look back and I go, wow, my idea of who God was, was uh, really goofy. Mm -hmm. And, and then I look back, you know, a few years ago and I think, oh, wow, my idea of who God was, was really goofy, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so I think probably, you know, the best thing we can do is to recognize that we're going to have goofy ideas of who God is and, and it's his job as a shepherd mm -hmm. uh, to guide us and lead us and correct us and make himself known to us really is to really make himself known to us in this moment, like you guys said, in this moment, uh, even if I'm feeling like I am disappointing him, I can always run to him mm -hmm. and, and check it out, you know, and see if he like he turns his back on me and walks away, which he's never ever done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that he or I could even try and run away from him uh, because I'm a, such a disappointment and uh watch him catch me and you know get in front of me, uh, or be like the father in the prodigal son story who's just sees his son a long way off and runs toward him. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I just, I just like the idea that we can, when I'm feeling disappointed, disappointed in myself or I, or I'm saying to myself, oh, I'm, God's disappointed in me. Uh, it could just be like a flashing light on my dashboard, you know, like a oil warning light mm -hmm. and say, oh, when I'm feeling that way, that eh, just means it's an opportunity to, turn to the lord and find out the truth you know like yeah. show us your shirt show us your shirt noah oh yeah oh he has the jesus yeah i got the jesus and truth <laughs> so if i want to find the truth and that's who i turn to yeah yeah yep. and so uh if i want to find you know if i want to find out is like i can always go to him and say hey like are you disappointed in me mm -hmm. yeah because uh, i i do i do like what Chase said that actually god doesn't have expectations of us mm -hmm. that that's just like totally foreign to god if we were to go to him and say like you got expectations of us he goes like what are you talking about what's an expectation yeah yeah what is you that know? i don't know what that is well and he just wants us and i mean noah talks about it all the time like he just wants you to talk to him moment mm -hmm. by moment like that's you tell people that all the time, but then it's so hard to practice sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, if I think he has expectations of me, I'm going to hide because I don't want him to find me. I don't want him to see me. If he's disappointed in me, I'm going to go hide in the corner like every little two-year-old does. And then I'm not giving him all of me. I'm not going to him. I'm not, I'm not seeking him in those moments. And for me, when I'm feeling that expectation and that disappointment, then all of a sudden, for me, I struggle really bad with anxiety and depression. And so if I am feeling like I'm not living up to those behavioral expectations, the next thing I know, the fear has flooded my brain, the anxiety comes in, mm. then I slip into depression, because I'm probably just hiding or avoiding or not saying that anxiety and depression only comes in if you're not seeking God, because it's a thing that can be there all the time. I want to mm -hmm. preface it with that. Yeah. I'm not saying if you seek God, everything goes away because it doesn't. But a lot of times when I start hiding from God, all of a sudden the fear comes in and the um, confusion can come in. And it's like, maybe I just need to 
ask him what's going on because God's a big God. He can take our questions. Mm-hmm. Even our big questions are so small to him. And there's even been times I've questioned him. Yeah, even like, are doubts, you even, he are you even real? Because I've been like trying to find you. It's like hide and seek. I think you're disappointed in me. Like, are you hiding from me? You know, and you can ask him those things. Yeah, He can handle our big questions that are so small to him. So if you're feeling like he's disappointed in you, ask him. Yeah. It's a good opportunity, like Steve said, to go to the source. Yeah. And ask him, yeah. Are you disappointed in me? What's going on here? Am I just doing this to myself? Or if you're disappointed in him. Yeah, exactly. If you're disappointed in him, go to him. Take it. And you're like, hey, what is going on? My life is in shambles. I don't feel you. I don't feel like you're talking to me. I think we've all felt that, right? Mm -hmm. He's silent. He doesn't care about my feelings or what I'm going through. My life is in shambles. Everything's falling apart. God is ignoring me. Ask him. Yeah. Tell him, man, I'm disappointed in you. Where are you? It's okay to say that. Well, and what Steve was saying, like how God will, it's really God has to then what? Prove himself to your, I forget how you said it, Steve. You're probably pursuing say, or pursuing you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've noticed even in my own life and Shay would agree since we're, we live together, but you know, I can do some really weird things in my life, sin wise, or just, just weird things and really be struggling with those. And you would think if God was disappointed in me, he would, he would hammer me all the time, allow, Mm -hmm. you know, me to get beaten up even more. But it, what I've noticed and which is so crazy to me is he actually blesses me in those times mm. when I am definitely in sin. I am struggling with a sin and I'm stuck in it and he still blesses me mm. time and time again. And it's not like saying, cause I have some weird health issues and, <laughs> you know, usually in pain every night or pain somewhere in some part of my body, I have pain, but, um, he doesn't take that away. Just like Shay was saying, it's like, you can, you can focus on him, but he doesn't take that away. Cause I don't know how much he really, I don't know how big of a concern that is, mm-hmm. but he yeah, he just wants me, he wants me to go to him. I go to him time and time again. And while I'm in sin, while I'm in pain, he's blessing me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, then when you that is love. When you think he's disappointed in you mm-hmm. and you're like that, he is disappointed in me. He hates yeah. me. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, he's still blessing you. Yeah. And that's Maybe what, not in the way you wanted. No, it usually isn't, but it, you know, it does. Yeah. His, it's amazing. It's, it's actually amazing to have a God like that. Yeah. His pursuit is deeper than our disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you're you're right on target for for me from my perspective is that we're hmm, we have we've created a god that's like us mm-hmm. who yeah. doesn't actually know what disappointment is yeah. who's you know like like jesus said he you know he sends the rain on the just and the unjust and the sunshine on the good and the evil and that you know that he he the idea that he would be disappointed uh, in anything is like uh, for me it was as you guys were talking i i kept thinking about those thoughts and i kept thinking well i'm, I'm gonna have to admit here 
some some point along the line when I'm when I think God's disappointed with me, I'm going to have to say those really hard words for us Christians and especially me to say, "Oh my gosh, I'm wrong." Yeah, right. I'm wrong. I'm wrong about God, and He's not that. He's not like that. And that's uh, that's a bitter pill to swallow because um, this is a little bit different than what you're saying, Shay. Is like I don't just think disappointment uh, is always about um, behavior because sometimes people um, look at themselves as a certain essence is like really bad and they would say that he's not just disappointed in my behavior he's disappointed in my being yeah that i'm i'm a disappointment mm -hmm. that i'm and and so or my beliefs or i believe the wrong thing so i'm a disappointment uh and so then we have to try to work on our beliefs and we have to work, like try and totally transform ourselves Mm -hmm. and, and um and we call ourselves some pretty awful names sometimes yeah that uh that i think god would be shocked to he would never say him uh and so i th i th just think it's a, a point where at some point as us christians we have to like go oh i'm wrong you know mm -hmm. I, I my i've been believing something that's yeah. totally off, off base about god to even, to think that he would be disappointed in me. And I lo always love, I probably have said this before, always love what my friend Rich said. He goes, you know, if God has a, if God has a fireplace with a hearth on it, I know my picture's up on the hearth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right on, Rich. That's so beautiful. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And so I I think that's, you know, for me, it's, it's important for us to, when we say things or when we, we hear our friends say certain things like God's always disappointed in in me all the time to be able to just hit the pause button and say, well, let's let's look at the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's look at him and, and see uh, and not just accept those things that we hear in the world around us and from our Christian friends yeah. or, or ourselves. Or if we have those thoughts pop into our own mind, let's mm -hmm. challenge those things and and look at the truth, which is Jesus. Yeah, so what do you guys think we beat ourselves up when we do something wrong? Do you think it's, we're trying to show God that, you know, we care that much that we're going to beat ourselves up over it? Or what do you, what do you guys think about that? Why do you think we do that? I can tell you why I do it. Yeah, let me hear it. I had very critical parents growing up. Okay. Very critical parents. And I always felt like I could never do anything right. And one of the things that I have learned through parenting and through counseling and through all of the things is our inner dialogue is so often our parents. Those That was our, our biggest influence as, as younger kids and their voices, intent, they become our voices and like, just like our voices become our kids' voices. And not all of them. We still have our own influence and friends. And there's so much Everybody that influences yeah. our brain and our inner dialogue. But I do know that for most of my life, I had very, very critical parents. And so I feel like God is very critical of me. Mm. That I have expectations that I have to live up to. I have standards that I have to live up to. And I never could. And I was never enough. 
So if you beat yourself up, do you feel like you're getting back in good with God? Would you say that or? No, I hide from God. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I run away. And I don't, I don't so much anymore just because I just think that God has. Because your relationship has changed. Yeah, relationship. exactly. Yeah. yeah. That um, having a relationship with Jesus has completely changed my life compared to a religion with Jesus that I had mm -hmm. for so many years. And I think that although that led to the relationship I have now, I think that again, it, it forced me to look at my behavior and the evidence of my life, my life evidence. Cause so many times it's like, I have a thought and, you know, I think we all do this. We have a thought and then we find the evidence to prove that thought. Mm. And so like, when you feel you're stupid, mm -hmm. well, then you're going to go to spell a word and you spell it wrong. And there's the evidence right there. Yeah. And then you just go down this spiral. And so if I have a thought that I'm not good enough and that God's disappointed in me, and then I find the evidence of that. And it might be like, I have a conversation with my, my parents and then they basically tell me I'm not doing enough. Yeah. Right. And then that's evidence. And then it's just, see, I'm a disappointment. My behavior is a, dis a disappointment. So I know that for me, um, my thoughts on disappointment or behavior or anything like, like that, most of it comes from my upbringing. Okay. Steve, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, so to, uh, your, your question is, um, why, why, do, we, why do we beat ourselves up? Yeah. This will probably sound goofy. We beat ourselves up because we're good. Mm. Yeah. We're actually good people. Yeah. We actually, we, we're, we're good people and we have high standards and Mm -hmm. We hold ourselves. To, we hold ourselves to those high standards, and yeah. we don't. When we don't meet those standards, we beat ourselves up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, and and so I'll throw a scripture in for the people who love the scriptures. Is like when G, when God created the earth, created the heavens and the earth. He created people. And at the end, he said, and it was good. And they were good. Uh, they weren't bad. And they weren't. Mm -hmm. A disappointment he got it he created everything and he sat back and goes wow it's good you know they're good mm -hmm. and uh, and that uh has never changed hmm. yeah i like that mm -hmm. so that's a I good think, thought to have and so when we catch ourselves beating ourselves up it's like oh i'm just i'm, I'm actually proving out the fact that i've got the nature of god in me Mm -hmm. you know that i was created just like him mm -hmm. and and actually then I, then i can stop but once i recognize oh that's coming because because my good intentions really right mm -hmm. and then i can once i recognize that, i was like oh i don't have to do that anymore i don't have, like there's no punishment yeah. you know jesus didn't come here to punish us mm -hmm. uh, like i think i told you i had one friend who's counselor and she was did something and she was angry with herself and i said well it sounds like you think you need to punish yourself and she goes oh yeah definitely i need to punish definitely i need to punish myself and so i was like well okay well so like what's going to be punishment enough hmm. let's figure it out so then you can get on with life you know, yeah exactly figure it out and so it just kind of showed me how what a good heart she has mm -hmm. 
and so goofy values that we would have you know like crime and punishment in our values and you know that we and then and you know being good cops and and cops and criminals in the christian world you know i don't think that's that's just one more goofy way we view god uh so anyway that's kind of my thought off the top of my head i might change my mind next week but i really think (laughs) i really think it has to do that we're uh, we're created in god's image and we're good yeah i like that because that's a nice for me i'm i'm thinking while you're talking i was like well that's a nice challenge for me next time i decide to uh if i disappointed in myself and want to beat myself up over it what if i just say back to myself i'm good you know Mm -hmm. i'm kind of i'm gonna try it because i i've tried the other way you're definitely not condemned right there's no condemnation exactly yeah yeah like there's zero condemnation there's nothing to do to get we can do to get away from christ's love yeah scriptures tell us that and we've tried uh so and it's not because we're it's not because we're so good that he loves us yeah he he, he loves us and uh, he made us this way yeah anyway try it and let me know how it works yeah i will shay were you gonna say something well i was just gonna say you know steve i never thought of it that way but it's so funny because you know, I have a lot of moms come to me and they go, I'm just worried I'm a bad mom. And what I always tell them is if you're worried, then you're not. Because <laughs> bad moms don't worry whether they're a bad mom. Like if you're sitting there worried if God's disappointed in you, like you're you're good. It's because you're good. It's because you don't want to be a disappointment. It's because yeah. you care so much, because you love so much. Yeah. And so it just made me think of that as, as, as a mom, how many times or as a wife, I think, am I being a good mom? Am I being a good wife? And it's like, most likely, yes, because I'm worried about that. And if I'm worried about that, then it's because I'm good. It's because I'm, I want, I don't know. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. And that's what Mike always used to say when we would have these things where we'd say goofy stuff like that and he he would say oh that's Christ in you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. but but we kind of like distorted a little when you beat yourself up uh it probably stems from Christ in you but he doesn't ever like go beating the hell out of us yeah he 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 loves us and he wants the best for us and so we could always like tone that down if we wanted to not have to you know you know because the tree of knowledge of good and evil was the problem it it was uh that's always been the problem that we look for good or we look for evil and we don't look for life and and so i think that's this is this is just another way of doing it you know it's like i'm if i think i'm a disappointment to god then i'm just looking at the evil side of the tree if i think i'm like sinless wonderful guy well i'm just looking at the good side of the tree and and what his really wants for us is to like leave that alone and just turn to life which is what shay's t-shirt shay shirt says right yeah jesus (laughs) is life and and so that's really what our focus and where we going through this process is we can try good we can try evil um, but at some point we let go of those and 
turn to Christ and, and find that that's really where life is, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So as a closing statement slash question, I think we've given the listeners a lot of great ideas and hopefully made them feel not alone Yeah. and hopefully something between the three of us resonated with them or, you know, they were able to go, Oh my gosh, I think that way too. What would be, and I know we've touched on most everything, but what would be like that one piece of advice if somebody is just sitting there thinking they're a disappointment or God is so disappointed in them, what would be the first step that you would tell them to take to start moving in love, to start stepping away from that disappointment? I would say challenge the thought. Hmm. And just like he in the Bible says, keep your thoughts captive. I think challenging that thought and saying, like Steve was saying, hey, go to the source and ask him, mm -hmm. am I a disappointment? Or, and if you still feel like that and you don't feel like you're hearing from God at all, just do what Steve was saying too, of what did, what, what did God say? We are We're good. Dead. We are good. Yeah. yeah. And just say, I'm good and move on. And see how that feels. Yeah, Steve, do you have any? Yeah, I, what's what would be the first first step? Um, I think just to acknowledge how you're feeling, mm -hmm. and and just say that, and then say whatever that thought is that's going with the feeling. So if I'm feeling maybe distant from God, and then I could say, oh, I'm feeling distant from God because I'm telling myself He's disappointed in me. Mm -hmm. And then, like Noah said, challenge challenge that thought and look at the goofy, how how distorted it is, and, um, and then come up with one that's come up with a thought that's true, you know, mm -hmm. a fact. So that would be kind of where where I would go. But mm -hmm. I think the first and most important thought is like acknowledge how you're feeling and say what the what's the thought behind it. What what am I telling myself? Yeah. And yeah. and then especially if it's a thought about God, though, it's like oh my gosh, admit I'm wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm wrong about that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I've been wrong about God. You know, I don't know how many, I'm 66. So at least, uh, you know, a few thousand times, probably a hundred thousand times. And I'm, and I, and I'm really free from not, ha from having to have God figured out. I think that's really his job to walk with me and guide me. And, and, uh, and unlike, uh, unlike, uh, and and how God gets His way with us is to submit, mm. right? Yeah. So He He doesn't come in and say, "Steve, you must speak Latin or you must speak God God's yeah. language." He comes to me and he goes, "Oh, I'm going to speak like a Coloradoan, mm. yeah, you know, with a goofy accent and mumbles." And <laughs> and then I then I can understand him. Yeah. yeah, but so he that's how he he doesn't have those expectations. He meets me where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. So if I if I can say, oh, I feel like such a disappointment, I'm telling myself I'm a disappointment to you, and I know I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, meet him there. Meet him. You know, he'll meet you wherever you're at. Yeah, he will too. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, listeners. Uh, yeah, thanks to the listeners. I thought I'd do something fun for this one. If you want to put a comment in, the question I'm going to ask is. What was Michael Wells's favorite movie? <laughs> okay. If you get it right, 
I'll send you something. It'll be a surprise, whatever I send you, but it, I'll get you something. So Michael Wells's favorite movie. Let's see if anyone. <laughs> Did we mention it. that in this podcast? I mean, I... Nope. I oh, just so... want to know if anyone knows it. We'll okay. see. Trivia. Yeah, a little trivia. Just a little trivia. And I'll know if they actually listen to the whole podcast. That's yeah, cool. and 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 he'll send you one of those cool looking shirts. Like, if you can, if you can, might you can mind read me and and say what my favorite movie is. Yeah, there you go. Maybe it's the same. Yeah, maybe it's the same. Yeah, you but can put it in Steve's. As always, subscribe to get the latest updates. Check out the website. Email Noah Noah at abidinglife.com. Any ideas for podcasts or any questions you might have, um, click the like. Because it helps us out. Yep. That's about it. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening in. If you enjoyed the message today, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss any new releases. For more information about Abiding Life Ministries, visit abidinglife.com.